0: hello and welcome to the show season two episode 18 i'm your host jazz wilson i am here with my wonderful co-hosts lucy hello tom hello and anna hi if you are new to the show welcome if you are an avid listener thank you today's show we have got a treat for you Tom and Anna ventured out on a very secret task. Well, I've kept it quite secret. Um, and they have got mm-hmm. a wonderful interview that they had today. So that is coming up. Stay tuned if you want to live forever. See so
1: what I did there? No.
0: Oh, I okay. don't get it. Okay.
1: <laughs> you will. It will
0: all become clear. Uh, <laughs> e-math. Ah. Glad you know. Yeah. Some a, a bit
1: of a. Reversal rehearsal there for you. Ah, uh, see what he did E-maf. there.
0: E Math. Yeah, E Math. Oh, yeah. We oh, also right. have album of the week to review and uh, to pick. Tom, I believe it's you today. Yeah. Wonderful. I'm excited for that. Uh, we will talk about the Dance Off to Cancer. Woohoo. Ooh. So, uh, yeah, we'll do that at the end. And we shall start with our Noda Show picks. So, Lucy, your show, please sell it to us.
2: My show from Noda this week is Guys and Dolls. Oh, guys, guys and, and Dolls. Um, it is running from the 11th of September to the 15th of September 2018 with a matinee on the 15th. It is by the LAOS Society, LAOS, I suppose that is. LAOS, yeah. Um, it's at the Loughborough Town Hall Theatre, In the marketplace in Loughborough, Leicestershire. Very nice. So I'm sure you all know the story of Guys and Dolls. It is just the average Guys and Dolls show. And if you'd like to get tickets, you can call the box office for the show that you can find on the Noda website. I won't give you the number here because you might spam it.
0: How much tickets? Does it say?
2: Does not say.
0: Oh, does not say.
2: Not much information on it, actually, to be fair. Oh, okay.
0: So, As shows
2: go, it just gives a description, the venue, the dates, the society, and the box office. That's all. Oh,
0: okay. Wow. Short and sweet. Yeah, if you nice. call up
1: there, you can hear a lady jangling a box of change, and someone says, sit down, you're shaking the float. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> anyway,
1: I like that. Nice. Wonderful.
0: Guys and Dolls by LAOS. Right? Correct. That's it. Nice. Anna, you're up.
3: Next, we have Rent the Musical running from the 12th of September to the 15th of September. But awkwardly, on the poster, it says the 11th to the 15th of September. So I'm going to go with that. And I think Nodra have got it wrong. Okay. So I'm going to go with the 11th to the 15th of September um, by the Airdrie and Coatbridge Amateur Operatic Society.
0: Wow, that's a mouthful.
3: Um, And that's going to be at the Motherwell Civic Theatre in Motherwell. Does anyone know where that is?
0: Yeah, Scotland.
3: Very nice. Um, Again, based on the show, um, they're doing it as it approaches the 30th anniversary for rent. So a good time to do it. Um, Tickets um, are same as Lucy. They've got their phone number on the Nodal website and a link to the box office page. So if you want to buy tickets online. Lovely.
0: Wonderful. So... Take me or leave me.
1: Rent. Nice.
0: 30th anniversary. Lovely. Mm. Tom,
1: you next. Well, living in my own world, you didn't what? understand that anything can happen when you take a chance. Like High School Musical. Oh, so oh. you did that? On stage. <laughs> um, I love
3: it. I have to go High School Musical on stage. On stage. stage
1: uh, I picked this because I watched this film every day for probably about six years. Did you? Um, it was, it was a good couple of months every day after school. Um, yeah, so it's on by the, uh, well, they're called Lama Youth, L-A-M-A. I love it. They're the uh, Levin Amateur Musical Association Youth Section. Um,
3: the Drama Llamas.
1: The Drama Llamas, indeed. <laughs> nice. Uh, so it's kids between 10 to 16. Uh, and it is on from the Thursday the 13th to Saturday the 15th of September at quarter past seven, not half past seven. Oh. Don't make that mistake. Yeah. Um, Don't be late. And uh, tickets are £12 for adults or £9 for children. Uh, and if you go onto the Noda website, you'll notice that they've spelt HI with a capital H and a capital I. Oh, on, on purpose or no. just a
0: typo? Oh, okay. <laughs> just, Fair enough.
1: just a typo.
0: It's so that you can uh, single them out so you can find which one they are. Yeah. That's what it is.
2: It's because yeah. this show is actually. Hi. 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 Hi.
4: Nice. Cool.
0: High
2: school
0: musical. School musical. And me to go last. I hope you are hungry for a show. Yum,
4: yum, yum. Because
0: nom, I've got one that will fill your belly it is music a la carte so it is uh, like a, a song showcase so they're doing uh, songs on the shows like a concert yeah i'd like a concert
3: i like the a la carte
0: bit yeah i quite like it because then they've got um a thing underneath it saying a feast of songs from musical theater <laughs> to tantalize your palate is it all based on food no. It's making me really hungry. Well, no, I think they've just come up with everything. But the good thing about it is £10 a ticket, right, that includes a chip shop supper. Oh, man, that's hard to say. Wow. For £10. Chip, a chip shop supper. Chip. Chip. <laughs>
2: exactly. A chip, chip shop
0: chip supper. shop supper, yeah.
2: That didn't sound right at all. No, no. try saying that. So what was that, just selling fish and chips? Chips,
0: I guess so. 10 pounds. a ticket, cool. Show and uh yeah, you get, get fish and chips. Shippies. Yeah, by uh Lupin Theatre Company.
2: Oh, I like that name. Yeah. Lupin.
0: It's uh, very nice. From the 13th to the 14th of September and it is at Penn Bowling Club. So, an evening of entertainment from a wide range of musicals. On Sounds the poster they've got delightful. uh Blood Brothers, Dear Evan Hansen, Evita, Chicago, Guys and Dolls, Sound of Music, Les Mis, Hamilton, Our House, Rent and The Greatest Showman. So So I have a question.
2: If you are doing a show like that, which many people do, how do you go about rights? Uh, Licensing. Hmm.
0: You would probably have to get permission from
1: each show.
2: Do you think people do that? That is my question.
0: That is the choice of the company, society, production team.
1: I if, don't think so. If they don't, and people the report
0: them, then I mean, y- you suffer the consequences.
4: But if, yes, I, if I was
1: doing it personally, I, I can I can completely understand the mentality of not doing it because it's a lot of hassle. Some places might say no if you've practiced the number for ages, and yes, a lot know, of effort. For no very no one's going to check. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so. so would it be a prs license
3: that they need
0: no no because prs will only cover uh great greatest showman will probably come under prs um but all the other stuff if it's in a show it'll come under whoever whoever holds yeah the licensing company so whoever holds the rights for it yeah i also think it's a bit
1: like piracy Mm. if you go after everyone that does it then you're gonna There's too many people, right? But the thing is, it's it's
0: in America, people are getting, getting investigated more and more and we're nowhere near as big as America. So for, for people to find out where productions are happening and PRS now, um, we spoke about it in a previous podcast, PRS allow you to report shows that actually don't have a PRS license. Yeah. um, Or you suspect that they don't have a PRS license. Um, up to, I think it's a year or a year and a half after the show has happened. Um, yeah, so it's crazy. But yeah, great question. Um, you would have to get the, the rights. A, a lot it makes of... Makes
2: it tricky for... It would. Because that's quite often societies do like a showcase concepting. sort of thing yeah. as a moneymaker in between doing big mm-hmm. shows so they can yeah. fund the bigger shows. Yeah. And if you have to go, like if you could potentially get in trouble from doing a show without getting permission yeah. or paying for a license for each of the shows, it makes it kind of counterproductive, yeah, doesn't it?
0: could push you under. It's
2: very tricky. It
0: is very, very tricky. I do
2: feel for amateur societies. Yeah, it's I hard. don't know if there's
0: any exemption if you... Um, are classed as a charity when you're just doing single songs from shows i wouldn't have thought so or if it's
3: like a fundraiser and you don't actually make yeah, any money from that's it
0: that's the thing because i know with prs they have some exemptions uh for charity work and stuff so um i'm not sure but mm. it's something i'll i'll investigate actually um and and see if i can dig a bit deeper and see how it would work see if i can find some experts and ask them so mm. Wonderful. So, that was our Noda Show section. So, if you live locally to any of them. Oh, actually, did I say where mine was? I don't think I said where mine was. No. It was at Penn Bowling Club. Oh, in Wolverhampton. Uh, I think you
1: might have done, actually.
2: Um, Can I ask, why have we stopped using news and social?
4: Um...
1: I don't know. We can use news and social. I would like you wish. to
2: insert that in post-production. I please. can put news and social in
1: there. If your car makes a problem. little noise when you when you lock it. it, sounds a bit like that. It does. Yeah. News and news social. social. Whoop,
3: whoop. News and social. Whoop,
1: whoop. Yeah, no, that brum Bram. of the car yeah.
3: did
0: <sighs> So yeah, but that noise was made from our mouths. So mm. so
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> cool. Awesome. So let's go on to.
2: Ba-da. Album of the week. Bum, bum, bum.
0: Yeah, album of the week. Yeah. So our choice last week from Mrs. Lucy Wilson was yes. Avenue
2: Q. We live, we live on, on Avenue, Avenue Q. Friends, Friends do Day. too. Day. You
1: and you live
0: in in a shoe. You. We have to sing it out of tune. Anyone listening to Thank this, you. we're not terrible <laughs> singers. We have to sing it out of tune to avoid copyright. Right, team?
1: Yeah, yeah I mean, I think even if we did reason. sing it in tune, exactly. it'd probably yeah.
2: Yeah. be all right. Yeah, it just need to speak lovely.
0: to Colin. It doesn't, it's, not,
1: it's not the same.
0: No, but yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. so we just, uh, yeah, we like to keep it there.
1: So Lucy, please
0: tell us a bit about Avenue Q.
2: Well... I think everyone knows what Avenue Q is, but for those of you who may have never heard of it before, which is probably not many people, but just in case, it is a musical theatre show um, with hand puppets and two ordinary people, correct? Three. Three. Yeah. Sorry. Brian, my mistake. Gary,
0: Christmas Eve. Yeah. Yeah, there's three humans. But
2: basically the work. cast is hand puppets and it tells a story of many, well, there's loads of different stories throughout the story, isn't there?
0: There are, yeah. Stories within stories.
2: This story is told through the songs.
0: Yeah. So the story of Princeton going through his life and discovering himself, basically. And then there's loads of stories attached to that. So,
2: yeah. Yeah. Cool. They all live on Avenue Q. They
0: do live on Avenue Q. And that's right there. The <laughs> and it's a
2: from. cheapy, cheapy, cheapy place.
0: <laughs> it is. Tom, what did you think of it?
1: I uh, I have seen Avenue Q and I love the show, but I really struggle to listen to the soundtrack. Um, so, yeah, I know Jazz is not not too pleased about that. <laughs> I, 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 just, I
2: wasn't expecting no, you to I say that.
1: No, I, I like a couple of the songs and they like, when I... Saw the show, like they work really well on stage. It's a really, really good show. <laughs> yeah, but I just really struggle to listen to the soundtrack on its own. Really? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I just don't.
2: Is it the funny voices? The
1: no, no, I, no. <laughs> Is it it's the just, silly I just,
2: voices?
1: I just don't like the songs all that much on their own. Like, fair enough. Because um, you're a big
0: Muppets fan, and I thought yeah. it would be right up your street.
1: No, there's a there's a few that I like. I like because um, it
3: takes the make out
2: of the
1: Muppets Well, maybe. It, it feels insulted. More Sesame Street, isn't it? <laughs> um, I like, I like the Avenue Q theme song. I like everyone's a little bit racist. Um, Sometimes yeah. I, there's a yeah, there's a couple I like. I just, I, I, I just struggle to listen to it as an album. Fair enough. So, yeah. Fair enough.
0: That is your opinion. Yeah,
3: Anna, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. the do you, end, do you love it?
0: Do you love it though? I love it. Okay. Yeah. Why? Why? Why?
3: I don't know. It's just one of those things that I didn't know much at like only a couple of months ago. I started getting into it because I've done shows in the past and it's like, oh, you're doing this song from Avenue Q. You're doing this song from Avenue Q. And I'd be doing the shows and I'd be like, that's the songs I've enjoyed. Why have I not listened to the album? So I yeah. started listening to the album a few months ago, and it's just one of those albums that I could never. I don't think I'll ever get old like it'll never get old of listening Mm. to like i really enjoy it and every time i listen to it i have another favorite song so my song my favorite song always keeps changing changing.
2: Mm. and i'd get into the car and i'd be like i fancy this one and it's no you can get anything from the soundtrack can't you and no matter what mood you're in there is a song that will suit your mood and Mm. it's like Mm. yeah and i recently sang one of the songs
3: for a showcase and everyone was like oh you sang it really nicely which one which one um there's a fine fine line I love I that song. It and nice. it was really good. And everyone was like, where's it from? And I was like, because no one knew it. And it was really interesting. And they're like, oh, I should look into it. And yeah. So I think it's just one of those hidden gems. It is. Yeah. Music. It, it really is. is. And flown I think, under the radar. Yeah. And I feel like people are just like, oh, it's about puppets. But actually, I think there's a lot. It's a bit deep.
2: I have it. a lot of emotion in that yeah. song. Yeah. I can connect. Yeah. There's yeah.
3: a lot of stuff to it. So I, yeah, I really like it. I just really want to see it now. Yeah. Never seen it. So. No, me too. Yeah. That's my thoughts
0: Cool, awesome. Jasmine. I love it. I'm so surprised. I love it. Love it, love it, love it, it, as Anna would say. Um, Yeah, it's just, it's great. Cleverly done, clever wording, the the voices. Yeah, I thoroughly enjoy all aspects of it. Um, There's probably one song that if I had to skip, I would skip past it. Um, But apart from that... Which one? Which one? It's... um, Uh, Ah, when you love someone.
2: Oh, really? How does that one go?
0: Christmas Eve sings. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, I listen to it, but yeah, if I had to, if I had to skip, that would be the song. Um, But yeah, it's just got that feel. Um, I was a big fan of Sesame Street when I grew up and that's probably where that love for puppetry and stuff comes from. Um, Yeah. And the songs are very much Sesame Street-esque. So, yeah. And I've seen the show... Countless times, um, yeah, and it's so so good, so good. So let's give it some miking. What
2: did Lucy think?
0: She loves it, she picked it.
2: I know, no one yeah. did ask me.
0: Uh,
2: <laughs> what do you think? What Lucy? do you think? Well, I think I could go grind a horse, <laughs> nobody cares what I think. No, I do really love it. Um, <laughs> no, like, like I say, I agree with Hannah, it's something that you can. I well I feel like I could listen to no matter what mood I'm in and again my favorite song changes every time probably I like mixtape and for now probably the best and I like it's a fine line but in a different way um I find one song uncomfortable, and you know which song I find uncomfortable. Yeah, there
0: is one song where the puppets are being inappropriate. Oh, no, it's not no. that one. Oh, that
1: is a song I find uncomfortable when one? it's really it loud in loud. the car at
2: traffic lights. No. No. Loudest yeah, loudest song the song I talking That's not the one I was talking oh, about. Oh, that's the one I was mm. talking about. You're
1: on about. The one about the internet?
2: Yeah. Oh. oh. I really... I, don't, I just... I don't know. I Just find it uncomfortable. And I can't. Head to that uh, one.
0: Yeah, I think that one's okay because I, I enjoy the voice because Trekkie Monster sounds like Cookie Monster and Cookie Monster is like one of my favourites. Yeah. The so. internet
1: is for corn. That's yeah, it, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah,
2: that's
0: yeah, the yeah. one. Yeah, nice. Child Wendy. Cool. So, Lucy, what, what, how many mics would you give it?
2: Well, I was thinking about what my kid I gave to you genius because I would I don't think I like it more than you genius but I think maybe it's on a par I can't remember what I gave you genius so I'm gonna give it a 4.5 out of 5 because of that one song that I find uncomfortable
1: fair enough cool Tom I am gonna give well I don't don't want I'm not crapping on the show I'm gonna give the (laughs) I'm gonna give the album a two but that's special. But the show as a whole, like everything, visuals and stuff, I would give like a, a four, four and a half, maybe. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
3: um, I? probably yeah, four and a half. Um, yeah, it's up there. It's really good. Definitely, so. it's up
0: there. Um, yeah, and I'd go four and a half again because of that Christmas Eve song. Mm. Um, it's probably because I just skip it so but yeah a really really good album thoroughly you need to take
2: me to see it now
0: yeah exactly yeah well it's going to tour again so (laughs) next year yeah next year we will go and see it a friend of mine was in it when it last toured so um yeah i don't know if it'll be involved again or somebody somebody of that nature and uh we shall see so tom it is you to do album of yay. the week. What I think I know what you're going to pick. You picking. What do you
1: think I'm going to pick, Lucy?
0: A whisper. It. He's going to pick his nose. Oh, there's a
1: Ooh, Lucy. Yes, to... Lucy's guess right. Have so, I? So
2: yay!
0: Before
1: before I say well to you guys what I'm going to pick, um, I <laughs> hear me out. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've picked pick? one of my favourite soundtracks, which is Hamilton. Okay, um, it's so, so long. It's probably the longest soundtrack we've had so far. Longer than Cinderella? Yeah. Oh,
2: no.
3: no. Um, <laughs> Who's laughing now?
1: <laughs> but, well, you'll be eating those words in a moment. Uh, I have made a playlist on my Spotify page, oh. which is just a shortened, a slightly oh. shortened. So there's there's still like, I think there's 29 songs on it. But um, So what have you taken out? The you want me to go through <laughs> 50. so so um basically I'll', I'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll find a way to to make it public if other people want to listen along yeah. but what I would suggest you do because it's one of those one of those shows that because it's so much about the like the lyrics you have to like I I you know I listen to it you have to have certain songs into it. The the story is you you can listen to it and know everything about the story, but you have to listen to it loads, quite a few times. Yeah, like two or three times at least, and like really concentrate. Um, so what I what I would suggest is uh, listen to the short version first, just to get an idea for some of the songs, and then try and listen to it all the way all through. Of it. Um, also, if you search Spotify, uh, if you search Hamilton on Spotify, there is. Uh, a uh, Hamilton, um, a Hamilton clean version. If you want to listen with the kids,
3: oh, um, thank you. That's cool. That that's we do good. That. that which is yeah, not really not part that.
1: of my playlist. It's a playlist that someone else has made. If you search Hamilton, there's loads of stuff. Um, they've broken it down into Act One and Act Two and stuff like that. Just have a look. Um, yeah, and there's also uh, which might be a little bit easier as well. There's a thing called Hamilton mixtape, which is just a load of are like famous artists doing a couple of songs from Hamilton. Nice. So that might be easier for you to listen to. That's um, cool. Yeah, but I would suggest listening to the soundtrack. It's just uh, a heavy one. Fair um, enough. We're going to see it next month. Uh, for Anna, your it's birthday. One of those shows that, I uh, say we, myself and Anna are going to see it next month. And it's one of those shows that I think you can enjoy watching it, but it, would make the experience like 90 90 times better if if you know it yeah because you'll understand it more whereas yeah like i said first time you listen to it you'll be taking it in second time you listen to it you can focus a bit more on what they're saying and the story yeah um so yeah it's more it's kind of just for for anna so that cool she can get a feel for it yeah
0: okay i'll put a (laughs) link in the show notes to uh, Tom's shortened version, so that people can listen to it. Um, Yay. And pop in yeah. And thanks for doing that, Tom. Nice. That's it. cool. Yeah. Good. You're welcome. Good idea, Mr. Hazelden. So that was.
2: Ba-da. Album of the week. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah.
0: That was album of the week. Now to the exciting part. So Tom and Anna went on an adventure. We got offered to. We, when I say we, I mean Tom and Anna. But we, as it's, in, all, an it's all an act. Got offered the chance to go and have an interview with a very special lady, and I shall let Tom and Anna explain a bit more about
1: it. So um, we are—we got the chance to, but basically, uh, Fame, the TV show, uh, are doing a big reunion. It's just been announced in Liverpool uh, next year. In um, May in May uh, and it's the first reunion they've had for th- about 35, 35 years, years. Yeah. Um, which for for sort of like my mum my for example she grew up with the fame TV show um, it's sort of like an 80s kind of it was it was it was, it was everywhere in the 80s hit. for people that were kind of in school um, so you know it's it's this this huge huge thing for a lot of people. Um, and yeah, so, so we, we got to interview, uh, a lady called Valerie Landsberg who played, um, Doris Schwartz, uh, in the TV show. Um, so yeah, so we've got a clip that we'll cut to in a second, uh, of our conversation with her. Um, just a disclaimer, we recorded it in a sort of busy hotel lobby, so, you might hear some some knocks and bumps and people chatting in the background and a guy that felt the need to use the hand dryer three times in a row. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so so just to excuse the background noise. Um, it's not too distracting, but it's it's just there. It's we didn't record it where we would usually record everything. So yeah. But we were saying we were saying in the car that if you listen to our Jodie Steele episode where she was having Hello. a phone interview, she was in Pratt and Leicester in Pratt. Square, and there were bells going off and cars and stuff. So it's 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 not no no worse. Than it's
0: that. real life. So yeah, uh,
1: yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Here it is. Hello, everyone. Um, so
3: we are here with the lovely Valerie Landsberg. Lovely to meet you. Um, she starred in the. Fame TV series, playing Doris Schwartz. Um, so yeah, big throwback, and obviously Fame being the biggest, one of the biggest icons uh, within theatre and TV and film. We are very, very lucky to have you. So thank you so much for coming and getting a chance to interview with us. Because we are very, very grateful and happy to have you. So thank you. <laughs> oh,
4: thank you for asking. That's right, it's always great to be asked. Yeah, you know. It's, I mean, think about what the other side of that. Yeah. Is. They yeah. do not care. Yeah. Yeah. It's like my we used to, we used to just say, it's like, "Do you know who I used to be?" Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. So how how long have you sort of been over here in the UK so far? I
4: got here uh, Tuesday morning. Mm-hmm. Tuesday
1: morning. Yeah. So it's been a bit hectic. Well, we just come heard. to do
4: the one show, and yeah. Yeah. which was so lovely. Yeah. yeah. They were so <laughs> oh so lovely, both of them. Yeah. You know, it was really great. It's really really great. Yeah. So
1: if for any of our listeners that haven't yet seen that if uh, i think it's on youtube now but uh there there was uh, an episode of the one show that ed uh, wednesday would, night we,
4: wednesday Yeah, night. Would, have, would have been yeah. last week when this right. is when
1: this is out um so yeah if you if you want to have a look and uh, and go and go and watch that there's a couple mm, of clips online
4: well as of this morning when the general sales went on for tickets as of this morning for the two nights, we have already sold, within the first hour and a half, 25% mm. of Great all of the it. Fantastic. Day. No pressure then. <laughs> so, come get your tickets, because there's really yeah. varying, I mean, there's like lower price tickets. There is not a bad seat in this house, mm-hmm. by the way, because of the way this theater is, this mm-hmm. sort of big, sort of amphitheater mm-hmm. thing. So it's really nice really? for that.
1: So right. I guess one thing before we mm-hmm. miss it out, um, just in case any of our listeners at home don't know, uh, Tell us, tell us what you're doing. Yeah. Tell us what, why you're why over there you, and what, yeah. what you're advertising on the One Show.
4: So um, we were on the One Show because we we're doing our first UK reunion, the cast members from Fame, and we're the. We have been, you know, we have done concerts in Italy, we've done them in Los Angeles, so now we're doing UK, which is really like coming back to the source of where the fandom for this show really mm-hmm. exploded. Yeah. In the UK, and it is May 5th and 6th, and it's in Liverpool. And uh, if you go to, uh, I'm gonna to have to give you guys the
1: yeah yeah that's the, fine we'll put this all on yeah, our yeah, yeah. social media as well like. exact
4: <laughs> but you know tickets are selling really fast I do and there's gonna be a lot of events around it and there's a website for the UK reunion and it's great so you know go there take a look there's also gonna be um, there's fan memorabilia that's coming in. there's fam gatherings and you know wow. so. Yeah, that's so very cool. We're, we're very excited to be coming. Yeah, yeah. brilliant. Wow. So what can we expect
3: from this reunion? So people that have bought tickets and the VIP packages and things like that. So what
4: is it that you're going to actually be doing? Oh, is it singing, so many...
3: movement, dancing? Anything like it was back in the TV show? Well, you know,
4: there's so much. <laughs> For us, there's a wonderful uh, uh, art school so we have dancers who are coming. I've just seen some videotape and they're amazing. Yeah. So we have dancers who are coming. We have singers who are coming to, to sing with us where we'd like them to sing with us. We have an incredible band. And um, so it's going to be a little bit of everything. I mean, I'm going to do, I'll do some fan picks. Of, you know, everybody else, you know, I'm the ballad. I'm the ballad. Girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even though I do a lot. And I've been singing a lot, a lot for the last 10 years. Because I started playing... I started playing guitar again and then I made one record. I'm actually going to make another record. I just have to say record. (laughs) (laughs) It has to 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 be record. record. (laughs) I'm going to make another record actually in the winter, which I'll probably have as like an EP to bring with me. But I'd like to make a record every 18 years. (laughs) uh, (laughs) I made the last record in 2000, which I brought down in case you uh, had never heard the record.
1: Oh, so I was going to say I was doing a little bit of research I did, a, I, did a of oh, I
4: did a printing of the oh, record I did a printing of the record I'll post yeah. this on our page and that's, a, that's, a, that's a little booklet, the little booklet that goes with yeah. it And uh, anyway, so you oh, can, oh wow amazing. thank you so much you nice can hear you. It. so it's time to do a new record and so I'll oh, do that oh. and I'll do I think Lee and I are going to do I think Lee and I are going to do Once in a While mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's been requested it's a lovely song and Lee and I you know we're roommates Lee and I met during the pilot no Actually, here's the really great story. Here's the, the <laughs> compact, really interesting story. So the really interesting story is that when the movie was being cast, I had an audition for the movie. I read the script, and I went, this is absolutely me. Mm-hmm. This is absolutely me. Now, by this time, I've already done Thank God It's Friday. You know, I've already done I've done a pilot. I've done other pieces of work. I've toured with Paul Lind, I'm, you know, this is me. <laughs> this is absolutely me. And I go in, and I read for it, and I'm just... Absolutely, me, and I do not get the part, oh, and I'm devastated. You know, they, oh, I mean, I can't believe it. And then, of course, what happens then is that I don't get that movie. And shortly after that, auditions begin for Neil Simon's play. I ought to be in pictures, and mm. just Neil Simon just died, and what a life God, he had, yeah. and, and as a playwright and. So, uh, I auditioned for it. Jack O'Brien was directing at the time. I auditioned, called back. Called back. Neil Simon and Jack O'Brien have a falling out. Everything gets put on hold and he hires Herbert Ross. Directed the uh, Goodbye Girl. Yeah. Uh, Tons. Okay, yes. Yes. Right, okay. So, now Herbert Ross comes in, audition again get again <laughs> now this audition is by the way going on for three months wow. never happens like that doesn't yeah. oh my gosh yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> and so then it comes down to three actresses for this role it's a three character play and three actresses and it was didi khan who you probably know from thomas the tank yeah, yeah. Yes. oh god right god, god love her yeah that was a great thing oh, yeah. she's lovely Dinah Manoff, Grace, right, and me. And we all go back and audition, and Dinah gets chosen to do the role, and they ask me to understudy. So all of a sudden, I'm going to New York to understudy. At first, there's the devastation of life. I didn't get it. I can't believe I didn't get it. But then there's the, I'm going to New York with a job as an understudy. I'm gonna make, you know, it's, it's 1980, it's 1980. I'm making seven hundred dollars a week. Yes, a lot of money then. Yeah, Uh, to be an understudy. Yeah, and so, and that is also when, as soon as we start rehearsal, that's when I meet Dinah. They're gonna get that (laughs) phone. So, so I'm going to need, you know, when, when when I get the play, that's when I meet Dinah, and the very first day. We walk in and baggy jeans had just come out. They're like oh, yeah. they're like baggy up here but tight at the bottom. Yeah. Like, you've seen them <laughs> yeah. in the redo. Yeah. Right. I walk in and Dinah looks at me and I look at her and I'm wearing a blue navy blue crew. She's wearing navy blue neck. We're both wearing baggy jeans we look at each other and that's the beginning of what has been a best friendship for the rest of our life.
0: Yeah.
4: Oh. So my best friend. She was oh. just with me for my birthday. And uh yeah. So, I mean, you know, so that's, that's how it's supposed to be. So we go to New York, um, Dinah ultimately wins the Tony for that, for that. But we go through the whole rehearsal process. We went through, we went through doing the play in, I mean, this is another great story. I went, this is about theaters theater stuff. Um, so we're doing the play out of town at the Mark Taper Forum in Los Angeles. That's where the out of town trial is. Halfway through the rehearsal process then halfway through the run at the Mark Tabor at the Mark Tabor Forum Neil Simon decides that he's going to recast the play the play is Dinah Manoff Tony Curtis and a Joyce Van Patten <laughs> he decides he's going to recast Tony Curtis with Ron Liebman who later goes on to be an Angels of America yeah yeah, yeah. So that's how you know him and Norma Ray yeah. that's how you yeah. know Ron <laughs> right and so there's a whole series of events that happen where and you'll totally appreciate this so Dinah and I are young and partying (laughs) so we are up really late on a Friday night together now that we're best friends and um, the next thing we know there's someone knocking on Dinah's door of her apartment and it's a security guard from where she's living because the mark taper form is called because the matinee is going on and it is half hour and she is not there. Huh. Oh my god. And it's like what? And clothes and oh things and God. we drive we drive, crazy <laughs> luckily we're like 15 minutes away from downtown I, I'm just like get tiny in the theater, get down in the theater, get down in the theater, she runs upstairs I'm standing downstairs and the Mark Taper Forum is a round theater mm. and it has a um, like the back side is uh, like where, where all the you know dressing rooms and everything are on the front yes. side is the theater okay so I'm just standing like Phew. God, this is good. And I look up and I see Gordon Davidson, who's the artistic director yeah of the Mark Taper before. <laughs> and he has a face, he has a face that by the time he gets to him point like, uh, 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 Mr. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Davidson. <laughs> Mr. <Please. laughs> like this and, and he's like, and he just like crucifies me. Oh. And then he goes, and then he goes, and you know what? I'm not going to fire you because I think you have learned your lesson. I'm like, thank you, thank you, Mr. Davidson. Thank oh you, God. thank you. I mean, we talked about this for years yeah. when I would see him. Yeah. And I'm always so grateful to him for not firing me. So then, the show goes on with a curtain that's a half hour later than yeah. it's supposed to be. Oh, my God. Wow. Halfway through, now Dinah, in meantime, has been rehearsing a new version of the play for New York during the day. And now, all we know is that intermission comes and the doors fly open, and Dinah and, and Tony are screaming at each other. And Tony says, I am leaving the theater now. He goes upstairs, to to room havoc ensues and stage managers trying to pull them apart and eventually somebody comes and looks at me and literally comes down with the clothes Dinah's been wearing in the first act and says you're going on no way. now I've had no re- I've had one rehearsal of this play one day when she was sick and Neil Simon had said to me well you're, you're sort of underwater that was my only critique from Neil Simon on my one rehearsal of the play so now this is a play where it's a three-character play. Yeah. It's predominantly a two-character play. And um, so now intermission is going on and I get into the clothes and in the first scene of the second act I have to like change clothes, make dinner, do you know, and I have these long red nails. And just as I've already I like, and they literally run me out to the VOM, which comes out onto the stage of the taper now intermission has been 35 minutes 40 minutes and they just put the house lights down and they push me through the bomb oh my god and I go on stage and there's this kind of collective from the audience yeah as oh and Dick Latessa, wonderful actor, Broadway actor, who, who was understudying then, who then goes on to become a huge star from hairspray and is then in everything <laughs> until the end of his life. But so Dick happens to stop by because he has a call in clause. He can call in, and as long as everybody's on stage, he can go and let people know where he is. Yeah. I have to be there every day. Yeah. So he's in the, they throw the wardrobe at him, and he's in the wardrobe. So now your intermission is over, you're sitting in the audience, and there are now two other actors. In two of the main characters of a three-character oh play, so now I am like this because I have the long red nails. I'm playing the whole thing like pinafore <laughs> with my hands on my sides, and and now I get I do the whole thing. I get through that scene. I get on stage, <laughs> the nails come off with a like I think a scissors, and uh, and now I'm gonna go out for the second scene that I have in the in the second act. And I have to deliver a monologue, I have to have a phone call, and then deliver like a speech to my father from a stool, just sitting on a stool. Mm-hmm. We get through that, we get to the last scene of the play, and the last scene of the play, the Joyce Van Patton character, whose name, the character's name is Steffi, comes in, and th- there's an actual line of the play, and she looks at me and she says, you know Libby, you look different than that first day you got here. The, the entire house <laughs> just looked oh down, God. like <laughs> laughing hysterically. And then, uh, and then um, we go and, and you know, we're, we go through the curtain call, George, Gordon Davidson comes out, he goes, well, you know, we've certainly, we had a little, you know, we had a little um, stomach flu, you know, food poisoning backstage, and, you know, one day I did Tristan and a Soul, and, 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 you know, we had three Tristans and three souls and, and, you know, we're bowing as, like, some kind of surreal thing, and then I go backstage, you now, by this time, Tony has left, Dinah has Someone has come to pick up Dinah, she's gone home. It's a pretty crazy situation. Everybody was, you know, pretty wow. And, um, you know, so now I go upstairs and I take the rest of the red nail, polish off my fingernails, and I I look at all my material because I have an evening show to do. Oh, no. And they say there's a phone call downstairs. This is before their cell phones, Mm -hmm. of course. And I get on the phone and it's Dinah's mother, Lee Grant. Who I love. And she says, Now, here's what you need to know. Dinah is absolutely fine. She's going to be absolutely fine. The only thing that is important is that you focus all your attention on the show, and you are going to have a fabulous show tonight. You're going to be just wonderful. I know you're going to be just wonderful. And then I had called, my parents had been divorced you know, a couple of years. Yeah. And I my I had to call my mother to pick up my stepmother because her car wasn't working. And oh. I said, Mom, mm-hmm. you just have to go pick up Linda and you have to come together because you're the only two people who are gonna ever see me do this play. Cause I who knew if I was yeah, ever gonna yeah, go yeah, on again, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly, yeah of course. Yeah. And, like, and okay. that was it. And that and that night I did the whole play. Uh Gary Marshall was in the audience that night. And he's like one of the few people that I know saw that version of the play yeah. and uh, you know and that's like my I think that's my best theatre story yeah. yeah. I don't know if I'll ever have another theatre yeah, story yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Yeah. oh wow
4: well that's incredible like wow
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the fact that you could just go on with your nails
1: that's what you have it. to do well, uh, bring, bring it back to uh, to amateur theatre. Um, Lucy, who is part of our podcast, uh, we we did the, the Wizard of Oz uh, two years ago, um, and Anna played Dorothy and I played Tin Man. Uh, and Another Dorothy. Yeah, yeah, there we go.
4: Um,
1: and uh, there there was a, a bug going around our cast. Uh, and but our, we all uh, the, got it the, Yeah, ev- everyone in the and cast And obviously got it in much.
3: amateur theatre You don't really get understudies No So everyone was
4: throwing up And had to go on stage Right, just throwing up in, in a bucket yeah. backstage. Yeah, and yeah go
1: pretty on. much I, I, I threw up what I think it was like our, our second or third night in, and I, I remember throwing up and just hearing over the tannoy. Just, just as I was like wiping my mouth, uh, this is your act one beginner's course. Oh, here yeah. we go. Um, but the <laughs> the, the uh, we could all sort of pull through it, you know, because we yeah. were sort of balanced. But the yeah. the you yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course the, you um, do yeah. The munchkins were all being played by. Kids, so obviously <laughs> when
4: <laughs> they might as well have been played by dogs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: So I mean, like, as soon as as soon as one of those goes down, they even oh, if no. even if they're not actually ill, they're sort of like, oh, yeah. I don't feel very much. um So uh,
4: okay. all these little sickly munchkins. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was horrible. <laughs> oh, no, no. It was horrible being backstage. It was, um, it was horrific.
1: So uh, Lucy, who choreographed the show, mm-hmm. um, yeah, had to step in podcast. as a munchkin. So there's there's all these sort of like.
4: 8 year old kids and then there's uh, like a 20 year old
1: playing a, the mayor in Munchkin of Munchkin out.
4: City um, um, bless her, yeah. she did it really well which one um, you have yeah. to get your children's voices really Yeah, beautiful. yeah, yeah, oh,
1: yeah definitely. I'm a children's definitely. voice definitely. person oh really?
4: Yeah. oh yeah oh yeah? Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> let's see um,
2: the biggest part about when you have to play somebody who's really really little is that you have to really you kind of like well you have to
4: okay so wait So you have to just feel like you're really a kid because then then it's easier to be, you
2: know, like a grown-up. Wow.
1: Amazing. That so Amazing.
3: Good. In fact, you can do it just like that. It's phenomenal.
1: Especially on a, on a podcast, we can, yeah. we can trick our audience into
2: yeah. yeah. Are you welcome to the podcast? This is really good because, you know, normally when you're like eight years old, you don't get to be on a podcast. Yeah. Brilliant. Oh. oh,
1: cool. So, um, a question we ask quite a lot of our uh, people that we interview um, is... If, if you could play any part in a in a show in a film in a television series regardless I know of
0: our yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: regardless of, um, of age or gender or, or anything like that what what part would would it be
4: you know I've, I did this I did this play once and I' would love to actually do it and I think that what's great about this character is I'm still within the age range for this character which is Frankie and Johnny mm-hmm mm. I, oh, I was going to say, now this is going to sound weird, but it's really true. So when I did, I did this once in an incredible class with an incredible teacher. You know, I was in an ongoing class with an incredible teacher named John Len, who'd come out of the actor's studio and was had worked with Lee and, you know, also moderated in the actor's studio, and he was great, and there were a lot of people you would know from other things who were in that, in that class, and... um so the grip, you know there's something really remarkable about being naked on stage. Yeah. It's like once you're naked on stage, like no one can ever make you naked again. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Make you feel it's like strange. you're naked again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other thing about being naked on stage is you have to be in it because if you're not in it, you're naked on stage. <laughs> yeah. Right. Naked right? on stage. So and it's not like it's, it, it sounds like a little pervy, but it really isn't. It just is the idea of the idea of really being willing to be 100% dropped in mm. yeah. to the character yeah. and that's an incredible thing yeah you know I did you know one of the premieres of Paula Vogel's um, and baby Nick seven mm. and um, you know that's the kind of thing these great characters but I Frankie and Johnny I'd love to do let's see what would be if I could do um, I still would like to do Shakespeare. Yeah. I've never done yeah. Shakespeare, and I'd like to do Shakespeare. I'm kind of ready to do Shakespeare. Um, I think if there's another role that I've seen that I would... There probably is so many. Yeah, there's I always so think, much, isn't there? I always think of the Frankie and Johnny. Um, there are so many roles that are so great for men. Um, you know what? If I was... <clears throat> I think more about singing now... Uh, Wicked. I would love to do Wicked. Yep. Um, yeah. um, my friend Carol Kane went back and forth in that cast. and um, I'd love to do a musical. That's like, a, um, um, yeah. I don't really yeah. have a bucket list because I try and just do everything. I'm yeah. 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 But <clears throat> I've been in a comedy on Broadway. I've been in a drama off-Broadway. I've been in a comedy off-Broadway. So I haven't been in a drama on-Broadway. And I haven't been in a musical. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I would really like to be in a musical. And my voice, you know, just because I've been doing so much music for the last 10 years. So, I'm, you know, and I just think it would be fabulous to do it here in London. That would be my favorite place to do it. I'm prepared to do almost any musical. I would just like to say that out loud on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very happy to come here and do a musical. Yeah. Um, it, just not fame. Don't ask me to do fame. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, at home, right? <laughs> but, no, it's, it's, you know. I, I would like to do. No, I want to do something also that's appropriate to, to my, my age. Yeah. Would you want to do a new musical or an old traditional musical? If either. you could choose, like either. You know. Uh, you know, I, I played Golda and Fiddler on the Roof. I know how to play every single part in Fiddler on the Roof. I'm also like a musical person. Yeah, yeah, yeah Like yeah, I know yeah. like all the lyrics to everything. And because I was a kid who was dyslexic and, you know, a grown up who is, you know, still fairly dyslexic, um, you know, the best way for me to learn anything was to listen to it. Yeah. So, and my dad had been in radio. So we had this incredible battery of records, of musicals, endless records of musicals. So, you know, I just knew every word to every, you know, piece of music. I, you know, any of them. I mean, there's so much great stuff. Yeah. I mean, there's so much great stuff.
1: So, yeah. like, diverse as well. Yeah, like, and
4: obviously it would be great to do, I mean, it would be great to do a new musical just because you're breaking ground. Yeah, mm. yeah, 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 I'd love to do, I think my desire would be more to do a play from scratch yes. than yes. a musical. Yeah. I'd love to just do an established Musical yep. yeah, you know, yeah, and it'd be good
3: to like do a play and bring it up, you and know, and I've directed plays Yeah, and, you know Oh, amazing okay. uh, Brilliant, so if you could give any advice to aspiring actors and actresses AKA okay, us <laughs> or anyone um, that listens um, what would you what
4: would you say the best advice to give is? Don't be so hard on yourself nice. Don't be so hard on yourself uh, You can't repress and express at the same time
1: yeah
4: so if you're having to shove down a lot of old ideas or ideas that have been put in your head about what you're doing or who you are or how you are received it's very hard to express so i mean i teach too so a lot of things that i've realized about the best and also Categorically, at your age, yeah. the best you can be is absolutely yourself. Like, in, in many ways, it doesn't really do you any good to play characters who are not your age mm-hmm. or, or not your... It, it, I mean, that's what, the great place for that is in experimentation. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's like when you're doing workshops with each other or just within your own company you're doing things where you're really stretching yourself as characters and when I do I do an intensive that's two and a half days yeah and where you're just like <laughs> you go through it but but you want to be you want to find out you want to discover in yourself what are all the most interesting things about you and the thing is is that okay so a writer from their soul writes something they write it from their soul from their experience from their heartaches from their disasters and then you have a piece of paper And you cannot reanimate that piece of paper with your brain. Mm
0: -hmm.
4: You have to reanimate it with your blood. And that means you have to reanimate it with your joy, with your heartache, with your fear. And You know, one of my sisters, Catlin Adams, who's an extraordinary teacher and coach, and she coaches, you know, Nicole Kidman and Naomi Watts, but she also teaches. And she was the youngest member of the Actor's Studio. And worked with Lee for a long, long time. And you know, what we what she would talk about is you're looking for, you know, your fatal flaw. You know, what is the what is the picture that you show the world? What is what is the wound? And your and your goal, the basis of, of what you do will always come from the wound. The the, the I want will always come from the wound. It yeah. will come from your and what is your fatal flaw? And the fatal flaw is what you use to cover the wound. Yeah. But you can think about it, if you just cover the wound and cover the wound. And when you get and when you get older, the greatest thing that, that happens is when you're an actor and you continue to grow and you continue to grow, is what you can then do with the fatal flaw, probably because you've practiced it so much, which is to be like, my fatal flaw is to take care of everyone. Mm-hmm. Right? And because I know that, now I can utilize it. Now I can go, let me be the person who knows only how to take care of everyone else, (laughs) and then fall apart. Uh, So, you know, there's so much in this. There's so much in this. But I really think the biggest thing is, being you know, really, um, and, and I think I would also say, just say yes. Say yes. Can you do this part? Yes. You know, when I was working as a dramaturge on uh, Surviving Grace, which was this off-Broadway play that Ileana Douglas was in, and I had worked with the playwright on the play through the Washington the Kennedy Center, and and all of a sudden Ileana um, uh, uh, had to get um, Ileana Douglas. Did I say Ileana Douglas? Mm-hmm. I okay, so. I did. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering if they said the wrong last name. um but she, her throat, she was having a lot of throat problems, she had to stop, and so uh, Trish, who was the playwright, called me and said, do you think you can take over this role in a week? You're the only person I know who's right for the role, who knows all the, knows all yeah. the material. Mm. So, in a, so I said yes, and in a week, I took over wow. a role where I hit every other line in the play. Oh my goodness. But you say yes. No. You, you did. Yeah. And you do it. Because I learned also when I was your age, there were times I didn't say yes. Yeah. There were many opportunities. My favorite missed opportunity, I, and, and there will be a lot. You'll okay. have those too, and you will forgive yourself. Um, so I was here, we were doing. Um, we were on the UK tour then we were in Israel which is like we were like the Beatles yeah mm-hmm. 500 kids chasing a bus I mean it was incredible yeah and we were in a place the size of Madison Square Garden you know 10 20,000 wow. people then. and we went to Holland and then I went to France to do some publicity for the album and they said we would like you know it here I did the top of the pops here oh, wow. and with high fidelity which was the single and and So they said, you know, uh, there's a concert in Antwerp with this brand new band and would you open for it doing high fidelity. I was like, you know, I've been on tour, I just I was in Australia before that I just really need to get home. So I didn't open for this unknown band called The Eurythmics. Oh, oh no, no. <gasps> oh my god. Always say yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. And
4: you know, oh, I wow. guess, I guess I would close with this. A friend of mine said this and I loved it. It was, it was, you know, the rules for life. Mm-hmm. I have other rules for life, which I should actually read off the screen. But my friend's rules were, <laughs> um, uh, never do anything just for the money. Always bring something to read. And never turn a Beatles song off the radio. But I, I turned sixty this year. Congratulations! Thank you. It's fabulous!
3: you look amazing. <laughs> well,
4: yeah. Never guess. Wear Stay out of the sun. Yeah, really, stay out of the sun because yeah. this is like an <laughs> oven now. Men wear sunblock. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, okay, where is? Oh, I know where they are. They're in here. They're in the other thing. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Ah, here they are. I'll even give you. So, for yeah. my birthday. For my sixtieth birthday, I took uh, fifty-two photographs. From I'm a photographer, also. Oh wow! I've done two things since I was twelve years old. You (laughs) do? I've done two things since I was twelve because I was a school washout. I'm a high school dropout. Uh, It's uh, so I wrote and I took pictures. So I have lots of pictures and uh, so on the back, I put what I felt were the life lessons that I acquired. One life is terrible and wonderful and we need to never forget that it's terrible and wonderful and wonderful and terrible give without needing to receive receive without needing to give keep a sense of humor we're only here a little while while attempting to practice compassion don't start with Hitler (laughs) this is really important for actors really important for actors Recognize unpleasant emotions as teachers. When love doesn't work, try more love. And live one day at a time. Wow. So that's yeah, cool.
1: Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, that's
4: happiness. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Pick out what you want. wow. Okay. You pick your picture.
3: Yeah. She so just displayed all these pictures on the table.
4: So anything
3: else? Right. I think the last question that we usually ask our guests on our podcast is, if your life was a show, what would it be called? Oh
1: God. It's a tough question it to put people so on the hard. spot.
4: Here, well, I always, What I always used to say is, my life is a musical comedy and other tragedies. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I like, like that. that, that's good. We had we've had a lot of uh,
4: I think that will be the title of the podcast
1: as well. Yeah, we've <laughs> well, had some we've had some funny answers and some not quite thought provoking yeah, answers. Yeah. And, yeah. It's, yeah, been it's been interesting so what so people
4: have come out with. You can see people have other I really would say no, you remember. know what I would have to say if my life was a musical it would be called Life, life is Two. Yes, and of wonderful. course. you yeah. have to. Yeah.
1: Definitely. How was my
4: sixtieth birthday present? Oh wow. Amazing. It was amazing. When they started I went Oh, this was a bad idea. <laughs> I was okay. like, oh no, this is a really bad idea. And I thought I would leave with an L. Yeah, yeah. just
1: you no. I've really down the tattoo. What's
4: interesting about it is that as it goes, you start to go, oh. Just like you learn with all kinds of pain, there's hills and valleys. It's yeah. not static.
1: Yeah.
4: Amazing. Yeah. I bet you don't regret it now. <laughs> well, I just wanted something that I would see every day and you know, to, what 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 could I possibly do that I would never want to forget?
3: That's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, thank you so so much. Yeah, thank so, you so much your for stories with us. and what you've been telling us has been incredible. Thank really. you so much for that. It's so
0: great. Wonderful. That was awesome. So, so good. We hope you enjoyed that. Um Anna, do you want to say some thank yous?
3: Uh yeah. So a massive thank you to Sarah Harrison who managed to organise for us this amazing interview with uh, Valerie and for Sue who's was there and we got to meet her as well and her organisation for the Big Fame reunion. It's all down to her that this is even happening. The fact that we even got to interview and meet her was a privilege as well. And also a massive thank you to Valerie for her time and just chatting to us about all her stories and her life. It was really nice to hear Um and yeah it was amazing so thank you very much for your time and hopefully you like this podcast so thank you
1: yeah um we we mentioned in the interview that we will we'll put out some social media links from where to get tickets because they're already going really really quickly they are um but uh, fingers crossed we might have some more news uh about it a bit close to the time um we will keep you posted
0: we shall we shall keep you posted so if you are interested it is on the 5th and the 6th of may next year so that's 2019 and um, i
3: believe some pack like two like the gold and silver packages when you go online have already sold out so yeah
0: yeah so they're like the grab VIPs your and meet and greets mm-hmm. and stuff um so at the uh, liverpool echo arena so uh, just go onto their website. I'll post a link in the show notes. Uh, tickets vary from about £18 to about £50 currently. Like Anna said, the, the top end packages have kind of all gone. Uh, people want to do meet and greets with them, with uh, the cast. I believe there's eight, eight of them, isn't mm. there? Yeah.
1: So They've uh, they've yeah. also recorded an original song, which they I have. think is on YouTube yeah, at the moment. It's called, so satellite. To, yeah. Yeah. called Satellite. So if you want to go have a so, listen, um, pop um, onto YouTube's because that's really cool because it's got
3: the people the pictures of the cast now and then it has pictures of them so when they're singing and then pictures in the corner of what they look like during the tv show so it's quite sweet
0: that's really cool Mm. it's so so cool yes thank you to everyone involved and getting it's on an act to do that is is so so good um thank you very very much So from one amazing thing to another amazing thing, there's just so much going on in the world, in the amateur sphere. Um, Lucy organized, uh, as we spoke last time on the podcast, that she was doing an event called Dance Off to Cancer, which was raising money for Cancer Research UK um, with uh, untrained, and he said trained then, untrained (laughs) dancers teaching them ballet so I shall let her tell you a bit more about it and how it went
2: so we hired Arlington Arts on the 6th of September for the day and we had Nomad's Musical Theatre Company coming to do a couple of their songs from Priscilla we had Andover Musical Theatre Company coming to do um, oh My God and Legally Blonde from Legally Blonde the musical and we had Dance Phase do four numbers in the show as well one of which was a contemporary piece dedicated to cancer and it was a really moving, lovely piece. I want to say a special thank you to them because I feel like that was a very relevant piece for the show as soon as we were raising money for Cancer Research UK. Um, I have to say, though, the highlight of the show, I think, was <laughs> um, the dance battle between a pink group and a blue group. So the all of the people in both groups um, hadn't been trained in ballet at all, and we put on a five-minute-long piece, um, which was ballet, ish <laughs> and they kind of had a dance off between them and each team were voted for by donations from the audience to who they thought was the better team and should win and I have to announce that the blue team did win yes. by £100, <laughs> yeah. which is amazing. And in total, the whole event, the raffle, programmes, ticket sales and everything, um, we nearly raised £800, which is absolutely Ooh. fantastic. So amazing. So good. Um, So, yeah, it's definitely something that we will think about doing again in the future. So keep your eyes peeled and if you do see it advertised again in the future, please do come because the responses we've had from the evening, from the audience, was absolutely incredible. Um, everyone just went away saying they wanted more and the amount of people that have told me I've got to do it again next year is enormous. Yeah. So if I do decide and I'll be willing to do it again, please do come along because it really was a great evening. It
1: was. It was in so of such fun. a good cause as well. Yeah. How much money did we raise? nearly 800 800. did
3: she (laughs) (laughs) and just 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 to say you have been amazing lucy honestly the fact that you can just uh, bearing in mind you've just got married and had everything else going on you decided to do a dance show and organize it all by yourself like didn't really have anyone else to help you and it was absolutely phenomenal that you could do that and raise Eight, 800 pounds for cancer research yeah. is phenomenal so thank you well done i know you're saying like everyone else was really good but you were so the good. star <laughs> no, <laughs> not, not at all. Yeah. but thank you, you were. Yeah. thank
0: you so thank well you. done thank you. <laughs> off to you yes well done it was a great evening so much fun was had mm. by everyone the response was phenomenal so cancer research uk it's for you it's all for you so anyone out there listening and suffering Keep going, keep fighting. Um, Yeah, and the money is on its way to you. Thank you so much for listening. If you do want to go to the theatre, you can always use our code on Theatre Tokens. Uh, It's all an act in the promo code and you get 10% off. You can use it in any theatre across the UK. Um, Guys, just a word to finish on today. What would you like, Lucy? Sparkle. Oh, Sparkle, nice. Tom.
1: My word is iridocyclitis.
0: Anna, coconut. Coconut. Uh, and I'm going to have candle. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show.
2: Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh,
1: ah. Iridocyclitis.
0: Whoa, hang on. What was that? (laughs) Was that one word or three words?
1: Can you use it in a sentence?
0: No. Oh. Well, you can. I thought you were asking me. Pass. Okay.
1: Pass. (laughs) Pass.
0: What's white and fluffy?
1: Sheep.
0: It's not. What was your word?
1: Iridosyclitis. Oh. Is it a disease? One word. I don't know. It's from a a meme. But well it's from it's from a vine, actually. I don't know if you can call that a meme. Is it clean? But while I'm saying pass lots, have you seen the video of that girl on the chase? Who goes like pass yeah? Pass
0: pass. Pass. Oh my god, yeah.